0: All right, this is Ranking of Cage, episode 10, Vampire's Kiss. Uh, Vampire's Kiss was released in 1988. Uh, It's set in 1980s New York City. Uh, We have Peter Lowe, played by Nicolas Cage. Um, We we have uh, Alva, who is his employee slash kind of assistant where he works. Um, And she's played by Maria Conchita Alonso. Uh, We have Rachel, who is a vampire, played by Jennifer Beals. Uh, We have Peter Lowe's therapist, Dr. Glazer, played by Elizabeth Ashley. And a woman that uh, Peter Lowe is seeing, Jackie, played by Cassie Lemons. Um, So uh, Peter Lowe is a horrible manager and not friendly to most people that he runs into. Uh, the movie kind of goes between Peter going out in New York, Peter at his job, and Peter seeing his therapist. Um, and then later in the movie, we'll get to that. Um, so initially, we follow Peter as he's going out in New York City with Jackie, a woman he's been seeing. Uh, when they get back to his apartment, apartment, they're making out and taking clothes off, and a bat flies into the window. Um, they run out and leave the apartment. They freak out because the bat's there. They run out and leave. Um, And then Peter seems to feel really weird about the bat experience and actually goes on to discuss it with his therapist and says, oh, I was aroused by the bat. Um, It it was weird. And so on another night, Peter meets a girl named Rachel at a bar. Um, And then after they're talking, we see them back at his apartment where it's revealed that Rachel is a vampire right before she bites Peter. So after this... Um we kind of go through scenes as Peter is transforming into a vampire. Um he still goes on being terrible to his employees, um especially Alva, who's like his assistant and he's he's berating her constantly and there's this document he needs to find for a client that he's become completely obsessed with and he basically goes after Al- Alva every day about this. Um and then we have scenes uh, with rachel the vampire who visits him and bites him again which i don't know if that's part of the va- vampire transition process I, I don't know what's going on there um we have scenes of peter talking to his therapist becoming more and more kind of awkward and like something's going on with him um and then after further into this we have peter like parading around the city telling everyone he's a vampire he buys some plastic uh like vampire teeth and then eventually this culminates. He goes to a club, finds a woman by herself, and then he murders her by drinking her blood. He also runs into Rachel here and tells everybody she's a vampire. Um, following this one day, Alva takes a sick day. So, uh, Peter goes and looks up her information and address in the office Rolodex. Um, uh rolodex for those who don't know is like a way people used to keep addresses so it's just like a bunch of tabs on a thing you can spin through before you had a computer to store all that information really um so uh peter goes to her house and picks her up and he tries to like apologize and say you know i understand i'm sorry the way i yelled at you and he goes through a constant changing of emotions through this like work day he picks up alva and takes her to work And he he goes from being like understanding and apologetic to then threatening her like a minute later. Um, And this culminates in the end of the day where Alva finds the document and then she brings it to Peter. It's late at night and Peter claims it's too late. Then Peter proceeds to chase her around the office building. It's late at night and then he bites her and it's it's said after that he raped her. It doesn't show it, but that's what he says he did after Um, then after this peter's walking around the city in a daze he's covered in blood and talking to himself um he finds a wood pallet and rips a piece off and makes a wood steak um and he's trying he's talking to people and asking them if they'll help kill him by putting the stake through his heart because he's a vampire um meanwhile alva tells her brother about peter um and what he did so they're camping outside of peter's residence like waiting for him Um, So he shows up back home and then Alva's brother follows him into his place. And then um, when he gets inside, uh, basically Alva's brother is going to try and like fight him. And he like basically holds the stake and tries to stab himself. And then Alva's brother helps stab him. And then he gets stabbed through the heart with a wood stake and he's a vampire. So that kills him. And um, that's the end of the movie. He dies. Uh, well, I
1: I think the again the idea for the movie was right, good, like to me it was the classic oh antisocial, schizophrenic mm-hmm. deterioration movie right mm-hmm. like to me it it was pretty clear that he had schizophrenia or some sort of I don't know mental illness right.
0: I- yeah, it's confusing what was. I was confused as to what they were saying was real.
1: Well, the biggest thing that stood out to me was after she bit him the first time. Mm-hmm. I think he kind of made it up in his brain that she had the fangs and mm-hmm. like that she was a vampire based off his experience with the bat. Like mm-hmm. she had somehow transformed from a bat into right. a person. Right. And then, like, she was, I don't know. Interested in him and he was interested in her because he got aroused from the bat. Let's right.
0: See.
1: Um, but then, like, in the morning, he made coffee and like brought it to the bed, and you and see it, there's the no bed. one there, right? And he's like shaking, mm-hmm. um, and all of that. So, to me, from there, I was like, Oh, he has schizophrenia and she's not real,
0: right? right. So, she was never right real. away, yeah. right?
1: Right away, I was like, Okay, I feel like they could have done that a little better. Like leave some mystery, and like kind of build up to that point. But for me, it was pretty clear. And then you can kind of see it the way he acts. Like you said, he he's sometimes like happy, and then he just gets pissed off.
0: Right? Yeah, they're they're like showing his. And like was real... just
1: class. To me, it was just classic mental illness, antisocial stuff that was going on, hallucinations. Mm-hmm. You know everything you can think of. Right. Um, mental deterioration essentially. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, Nicolas Cage, he, he played, you know, he did it well. I thought, Mm -hmm. yeah, like he, he did it well, but it it didn't work for me. Like the idea of the movie, I think it was good in concept. You know, this guy Mm -hmm. goes crazy thinking he's a vampire because one night he hooked up and this girl so happened to bite his neck while they were making love.
0: Right. And that, (laughs) that's the part where I was. So, the line of reality i guess right so she's not a vampire but she does exist and she did bite him so yeah
1: that's what i gathered is they were making love she bite his she bit his neck as like a you know a sign of passion or something Mm -hmm. like that and he because of his prior experience where the the bat flew in through his window he like his brain like made that connection like oh she's a vampire Mm -hmm. and then from that point on she would show up as a hallucination as like Mm -hmm. his mistress or whatever right which was causing him his like relationship issues right and then alva just so happened to be in the crossfire of his mental deterioration where Mm -hmm. he i think that the contract to me was like his sanity was -hmm. like he was trying to like grab Grab back into reality was like mm-hmm. this contract is what's keeping him kind of connected, and then ultimately that kind of fell through as well. I so, gotcha, that's kind of how I read it. I thought it went a little too long, yeah, and it was pretty clear to me what was going to happen,
0: in the right? End. That is, yeah, so but yeah, um yeah I, I I thought it was pretty interesting um it was different I guess like it wasn't it didn't feel like other movies I'd watched like it it, it was had originality to it um you know i I think like I, I don't know I got like the vibes of like he treated all the women he interacted with terribly and like but then this vampire woman was kind of treating him like shit. Like it was like a, a play on that, but then she's not real, so or she is, but her his hallucinations of her, so it's like a um, I, I, I don't know if there's something there or not, but uh, it, it was, I mean, Nicholas the 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 K G and freakouts were abundant here. Um, I, the scene where he's walking around the city <laughs> in the daytime and like. Oh, my gosh. I, I I was laughing at that, and I, I did find it, like, just wild. Just, like, absolutely wild. Like, he's, like, a vampire, and he's trying to, he's, like, oh, I got to get this wood stake through my heart because I'm a vampire, and that's how you kill a vampire. And then when he sleeps under the couch, he has a couch flipped over, so it opens up like a coffin. Um, uh-huh. Innovative. Or when he ate
1: the cockroach, or when he ate a wild yeah. pigeon, I was like, "Oh my yeah.
0: god, yeah, yeah."
1: But um, it, it was again the idea. Like, I feel like it could have been a good idea, and I think right. as an investor, i have been like, "Oh yeah, like that's like a cool idea." And then I see the final product, and I'm like, what the fuck did I just pay for?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it. it... Yeah, it was almost confusing at times trying to because like there's scenes where he does talk to his therapist and then it's like, oh, but this time he's hallucinating it and it's like, maybe that's maybe that's maybe it's the thing where you watch the movie twice and a lot of it becomes more clear and you're watching it a second time through. Um But yeah, maybe. Yeah, where he's running around screaming as a vampire, and then he gets oh. on the call. His, like, his demeanor during those scenes, I thought was acted very well. Um, uh, yeah, his
1: vampire face when he was walking through the club, where he's like... Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, this it's is... Like,
1: how are people not, like, moving away from him?
0: <laughs> right. Um. Uh, did you guys notice, like, the ominous music cues? Like more towards the beginning of the movie, like where it would just start this heavy level of ominous music, like just for like I felt like it went on for like a minute before anything happened. Um, maybe they could have mixed that ominous music in a little lower.
1: Yeah, I think they were trying to kind of do some deeper, I don't know, like music mm-hmm. and cinematography where where they're trying to link the bat with his mental illness maybe i don't know i think that would help if you watched it a second time was maybe you could pick up on some of these foreshadowing and right other other i don't know cinema devices i guess
0: yeah and i don't right and i can't i don't know if it's stuff i was missing or if it was just like not crafted together in a way to explain itself um
1: right i think it was trying to be a very deep and mm -hmm. i don't know complex movie right but it didn't it didn't get the job done in my opinion um but yeah Yeah. what do you think kudro got any
2: thoughts this movie's insane uh (laughs) uh i i mean the scene i i feel like talk bouncing off of that like i don't know i I know this movie is like listed as a horror comedy like i don't really feel like this movie did that well it either to be honest there were a couple scenes that got a good that got a good laugh out of me but interestingly enough it wasn't the overacting that did it like nicholas cage is just chewing the scenery throughout this entire film (laughs) but the the only one that did was uh like in the therapist office where Nicholas cage is like screaming about the contract and how someone could have misfiled it. Yeah. And then just starts like exclaiming the punctuating for emphasis, like going through the alphabet.
0: Oh yeah. the still <laughs> so, alphabet. Yeah. That was good. <laughs> yeah. Like...
2: But that, it wasn't even him doing that. It was a the therapist immediately just in his deadpan way. is like, very, very good. You know, your alphabet. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I, <laughs> i I got a good chuckle i was entertained by the ride of like the absurdity i i did i did like that um for the most part
2: yeah but i i did a little bit of like looking into online but uh there's only one theory about this movie that makes any sense to me uh apparently uh the bat in the beginning of film
0: is her right
2: well uh Oh, oh I mean if you take if you take <laughs> rabies exactly If Nicolas Cage got bit by a vampire got bit by the bat and has rabies the list of symptoms of which can include things like aggressive behavior and hallucinations that is the only way this movie makes any level of sense to me
1: <laughs> Yeah that that does make sense I never thought about that One thing that was going through my brain though when I was like, this random woman was just showing up in his home. I was like, he never locks his door. He never once in the movie locks his door or unlocks his door. They come up to his apartment, they just walk in. He leaves his apartment, they don't show him locking the door. I'm assuming that's done on purpose, but it was yeah. still something that was kind of going through my brain is like, oh, this is mm-hmm. you know, this is how this crazy woman is making his way in, or her right. way into this, I- this
0: house. <laughs> And, and it's like the movie's called Vampire's Kiss. So then is it weird if there's no actual vampires in the movie?
2: <laughs> well, there are, um, there's an imaginary one. Right. Nicholas Cage is a vampire.
0: So, but okay. The rabies thing. But wouldn't he. So he was only aggressive towards certain people, though. Like he was yelling at the people in the street, but he wasn't like physically doing anything to them so the only thing well, with that is i,
2: I mean the, there was like the one scene though where he entered the before he entered the club where he ended up biting and killing that woman right like, he just immediately pushed through the crowd in front of the club and then punched sure. the uh punched out the uh oh but, god what's the phrase for? It to... bouncer? yeah is the it... bouncer yeah
0: Right. But isn't rabies like a progressive thing? Like where once he was doing that, he wouldn't go back to then just acting kind of normal. And, uh, you know, like.
2: I am not going to pretend to be an expert on rabies. (laughs) No, I I get it.
0: I get it. But that's my only thing with that is it's like, because then he still goes back into like his uh, emotional, like, Rapid changes, and he's nice to Alva. Then he threatens her, and like he's almost like more calculated than a rabid animal.
2: Oh, I mean, even if you have rabies, like I, I mean, I feel like it's not going to like shut down your cortex all at once. And at that point in time, it was clearly like you can tell. Like later scenes, like that kindness he was showing Alva was not genuine. That was he was literally just manipulating and baiting her to take her back to the office. Where he could continue to torment her that's all it was
0: i guess uh i guess i don't know enough about rabies either so um I, I i i don't i really don't know though like i i agree it's like like it makes sense what quinn's saying that the girl is real but she's not a vampire and he's like just got some kind of mental issues going on that create all of this kind of uh yeah
1: well, I feel like because they introduce him at the psychiat- psychiatrist right. like pretty early in the movie mm-hmm. to introduce him. You know, he does have some sort of mental issues. Uh-huh. I mean, I know he talks about depression as I think what he's, you know, the reason for him going to therapy. But I don't know. It doesn't surprise me that that could be the issue, I guess. That's where my mind immediately kind of jumps to.
0: Hmm yeah i i like think this movie maybe is worth seeing uh, but it's like I, it, it's different it's wild it's out there um i think the a lot of just the scenes that happen in cage's freakouts are entertaining to watch i did chuckle when i saw the couch thing that he sleeps under cuz it opens like a coffin <laughs>
1: They even had um, a creaking noise when it would go yeah, up and down. Yeah,
0: and the plastic vampire teeth and him just like frolicking around and oh, it it, it is it was kind of funny.
1: I laughed when he was chasing the pigeon, trying to like, grab a pigeon.
2: Yeah. I was like,
0: oh my god! <laughs> I feel like Josh would appreciate this one.
2: Yeah, I'm kind <laughs> of sad he's not here. Actually, I, I don't know. To me, this movie is like you watch it for the memes this is no. a watch it for the memes in purest form
0: yeah um yeah i mean any other things to say about this one um no yeah so we can rank what, it yeah let's rank it uh what do you guys think
2: oh, i have no
0: idea you know it's <clears throat> I got to give it points for its originality. And then I got a doc points for, I don't just me being kind of confused and, you know, maybe that's my fault. <laughs>
2: well, I, I feel like, I feel like being confused is kind of the part of, is the, part of the point. Yeah. So
0: I, I want to say it's a B movie that doesn't execute. So it's a C. I, I think, I think it's a C. Because I think it's the looking at like the D category of Nicolas Cage movies. I think it's it's above that. But I don't think it's a B. You know, I, I really think it sits nicely in a C for me. So I'll go. Is it a C plus or just a C? Um, Vampire's Kiss. Oh, God, some of the scenes are so funny, though, where he does the alphabet. Oh, I can, if you show me that again right now, I'd laugh it's i his just the way he says it like I don't even like his accent in the movie but his freak out scenes are just they're great um ah I gotta go see c, c plus I'm going c plus this movie's wild c plus for the alphabet rendition kudro what do you think
2: I, oh God, I don't know.
0: <laughs> Quinn, you got any idea? Yeah. Uh,
2: I was
1: gonna go with E, but then I was looking at my other E's. <clears throat> I do think it's better than Birdie, so I'm gonna go with a D. <laughs> I don't think it's better than Boy and Blue. Oh, so a D for me.
2: I feel like most movies are better than Boy and
0: Blue. No, Boy
2: in blue is a classic. <laughs> it's is, a classic. Hey, you know what? What sucks back then still sucks now.
0: So. Name a better rowing movie.
2: Uh, name another rowing movie. That's
0: a good counterpoint. Um
1: <laughs> well in this the what was it, the social, social network, there's a little bit of rowing <laughs> in the beginning.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh jeez.
2: Uh, um
0: Are you, where are you between? What's your, I
2: I feel like I'm kind of all over the place. Like this movie's not bad. I mean, the memes and the overact, I, I, this is the most overacted movie I've ever watched in my life. Yeah. I can't say I was ever bored watching this movie, but I feel like it, like this movie's listed as a horror comedy and I don't really feel like it was that funny and I don't really feel like it was that scary. So, I, I, I'm, okay, C or D plus, C or D plus, where am I at there? I'm going to say, I'm going to say it's a D plus, I think.
0: A D plus. All right. Well, let's uh, pull up our overall list here. Right. Um. All right. So based on our ratings, it looks like we're somewhere up in here. Um. So I'll I'll start off the bidding. I'll say bottom of the C tier. What do you guys think?
1: <laughs> I disagree, but okay. Yeah. Kudrow, I think.
2: Yeah. You wait. Hold on. I thought Peggy Sue got married at a D plus. <laughs> this movie's better than Peggy so you got it. no it's a C it's, a, it's C. a
0: C all right Kudrow does it go in the bottom of the C tier are we down in the D tier uh, I. I
2: now
1: I think now it has to go in the bottom of the C tier
2: yep I think so
0: okay how do we think it compares to do we think it goes uh racing with the moon leaving Las Vegas bottom of the C tier?
1: well I think leaving Las Vegas was ass, so <laughs>
0: <laughs> So I like this more than leaving Las Vegas. Kudrow, what do you think?
2: I mean, I put leaving Las Vegas at a B. So, yeah, so you like
0: leaving Las Okay. So it's it will set it below leaving Las Vegas. Or wait. Ooh, you guys got conflict. Okay, what about racing with the moon? Do we think I still,
2: I, I still think leaving Las Vegas was a much more interesting character study?
0: All right. I'll take your word for it. I'll take your word for it, and I'll agree it should go behind leaving Las Vegas.
2: Racing with the moon. I barely remember what Racing with the Moon was even about. Now that movie was so forgettable.
0: Wow, wow! All right, Quinn, what do you think about Racing with the Moon versus Vampire's Kiss?
1: I thought Racing with the Moon was better.
0: All right then, Vampire's Kiss. Bottom of the seats here.
1: I think that's a solid,
2: solid placement.
0: All right, Vampire's Kiss sits in the C tier.